Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, September 20th, 2016, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-host for the evening, Lavendar. Anastasia's on assignment tonight, but she'll be back next week with the Starseed News. In just two more days, Mercury goes direct, and it's the autumnal equinox on September 22nd. It's a big day. So if your technology has been acting up or if you've been feeling scattered, this will improve once Mercury gets back to normal. We are so excited to welcome Greg Prescott back to the show. Many of our listeners are very familiar with Greg's extremely popular radio show, In5D. Greg is the founder and editor of In5D, as well as Mind, Body, I'm sorry, Body, Mind, Soul, Spirit. You can find his In5D radio shows on the In5D YouTube channel. He's also a transformational speaker and promotes spiritual, metaphysical, and esoteric conferences in the United States through In5D events. Greg will be hosting an upcoming psychic conference in Sarasota, Florida on October 15, 2016, and I'm sure he'll be telling us more about that as well as his many avenues of assistance for starseeds. His love and faith for humanity motivates him to work in humanity's best interests 12 to 15 hours a day, 365 days a year. His websites are in5d, and 5 is just the numeral 5, in5d.com, as well as bodymindsoulspirit.com and in5devents.com. And we would like to thank Vanya for hosting the switchboard this evening for any listeners that have a question or comment for Greg. And happy birthday, Fiona. I know you're off tonight, but we wish you a very happy birthday. If you'd like to chat with like-minded people, we have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and it's a safe place to connect with other Starseeds, thanks to Tammy's dedication and help with our forum. You can download any show in our archives on iTunes or right from our Blog Talk episode page using the cloud with an arrow on it. And we'd appreciate your support of our show. You can do that by clicking follow on our page here at Blog Talk, and you'll get our weekly notices so you know who's coming up. The toll-free number for StarseedHotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings in your natal astrological chart, And the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. For those who need healing of any kind, for yourself or your pets, Tammy's powerful remote sessions will help. And if you have a birthday coming up, you don't want to miss out on your 10 hours of power, so you can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. And then if you want a stage two interpretation of that chart, please order it about two or three months ahead of time to make sure you get it in before your 10 hours because we do have a waiting list. So first this evening, I am going to introduce Lavendar. And let me get your mic open here. Hello, Lavendar. I'm here. 
Okay. Well, I know it's strange with uh, Anastasia having the night off, but um, we are just waiting, actually, for for Greg to call in. So um, I thought we might just talk about some of the planetary um, positions that we are experiencing right now, uh, because there are a lot of planets at galactic degree. Actually, right now as we speak, um, the the moon is at galactic degree at the mark of uh, the Pleiades, um, and also Mars is at the mark of galactic center. So can you um, expound a little bit on how that might affect the general public? Also, I think isn't Libra uh, at galactic degree, I mean Venus uh, in Libra galactic degree today? Um, yes. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was just one, two, three planets at galactic degree. So whenever this happens, those those um, people that have their star markings, whether they're in that, those signs or not, anyone that has a twenty-five, twenty-six, or twenty-seven degree planet will be affected by any um, galactic markings that are happening in the sky at this time. In other words, the Venus is going to give you more insight to how you relate to women and to relationships and the balance thereof. The Mars at 26 uh, Sagittarius kind of gets you off your horse. I mean, this this will really um, get you up and going when maybe you just wanted to stay in bed, okay? <laughs> and it has to do with getting and going with galactic work, not not the 3D everyday humdrum of life here, but it activates something in in the people to rise up and get more energetic about uh, taking spiritual 101 and going to galactic 404, that type of thing. Let's see, yeah, what was so the other one? Of, uh, it, it, um, well, the moon is at, at galactic degree in Taurus, but that, that happens every oh, month. That happens, yes. Yeah. But for it to happen at the same time as the other two, that just kind of throws a Pleiadian frequency over all of it. It's like, you know, the Pleiadians have more bloodline experiments going on the planet now than, than uh, you know, anyone else. It's like they're turning the barrel. So anytime the moon is activated, even for a few hours, when you have these other two um, aspects, Venus and Mars, this is where you kind of line up in your body and you feel very strong because you're, Male and female are coming together in alignment, and I'm telling a lot of people now when I see, especially see their charts, most people that I'm doing sessions for, I find, have their male and female all in one body, and they really don't need anyone to complete them, and I'm finding this more and more, and it seems as though people are coming into their alignment trying to find the other people that have the same thing with Mars, Venus, and alignment in their um in their bodies. So when you, you're looking for a mate, it's like you're finding someone that has those things combined so that when you align yourself to them, whether it's professional or personal, that you'll be able to take your energies much higher, the frequency is a lot stronger, and it keeps you on the beam. So this is a, a wonderful time to... to um, And Mercury's retrograde now, so this is a time these last two days to really put your thinking cap on and think, okay, what is it that I really want to do to use this energy to go forward? There's Mars and Sag at 26. There's Venus at 26 at Libra 
and there's the moon. So what am I going to do? I am going to be the best I can be for the next two or three days in order for me to get a handle on what it is I need to do next. And that's what I would say about that. Good, and I'm sure that with with these particular markings, there is a lot of help available. But everyone has to remember that you need to ask if if you want um, help and assistance, and um, ask three times in a row. Yeah. So um, I, I know I say this kiddingly, but sometimes when I say I want it now, then I go, Oh, I want it now! I want it now! I want it now! Because they don't pick up on the first ring. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. I have to say it three times before anybody picks up the phone upstairs. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's. I know you're being comical, but it's kind of true. You do it have to true. ask three times. Yeah. So, yeah, well, Greg is with us now, so let me just um, bring Greg online here. I click the button. There it is. Hello, Greg. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me on. Well, thank oh, you for all the people that you've sent to, to our way. We really do appreciate this alliance that we have with you. So oh, I wanted pleasure. to have you on the show today because I know that you have something special coming up there in Florida uh-huh. What the, around the middle of October. Tell us a little bit yes. about what's going on for you. Well, we're having a, uh, a psychic conference. Each year we have a conference here in uh, Sarasota. And as a lot of people know, we have a, a beach here that has 99.9% quartz crystal sand on it. And, uh, you know, the, the beach itself is worth the price of the ticket, which is nothing because we basically don't charge very much for our tickets anyway. But um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. We have uh, six high vibrational speakers, including myself. I'll be talking about how to open up your third eye and the uh, importance of the psychology of sleep and dreams and how you can learn from that. And then uh, Michelle Walling will be speaking, Morgana Starr, Pamela Arlen, uh Kim Babcock, and Kelly Coffey. So that's on October 15th here in Sarasota, Florida. You can find out more about it by going to either InsideD.com or InsideDEvents.com. Okay, great, great. So I know that that you've had a lot of galactic downloads and a mm-hmm. lot of uh, different alignments with different ET beings. So why don't you just kind of give us a, a rundown on what's been happening with you with these galactic downloads? Oh my gosh! Well, that that was the first thing. Um, at the time, I was a uh, child and family therapist, um, and uh, <laughs> I was wor- I was working. Time I had a uh, program that I developed that has a patent pending to it that's designed to help families who are at risk of dissolution, children going through the reunification process, such as like foster homes and stuff like that, and, and for parents who need a parenting classes. But I knew there was much more I needed to do. So, you know, according to the the secret, the law of attraction, I went out outside one night and just asked the universe, "What is it I need to do?" And I got what I can only call is a galactic download of it was kind of like plugging in a flash drive and you get all this information at once. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. And I was told not only what I need to do, which was to build Inside D, but I was also given the name Inside D. said that I need to get out there and do interviews, have a radio show, and start putting this information out there for people. And I'm thinking, why me? <laughs> I'm like the king of the introverts on this planet. I'm like the world's biggest introvert. And it's hard enough for me to do a radio show, <laughs> trust me. 
you know, whether hosting it or being interviewed on one. But, um, you know, I, I accepted it. And, uh, you know, Universe has provided since then. And it's been an amazing trip. And there's been so many things that have been happening, especially in the past year. And I, I don't know whether to attribute that to the incoming energies, all these different waves of energies, or, you know, I've been working on uh, activating all the codons in my DNA. We have 22 of the 64 codons in our DNA turned on, which means there's 44 codons turned off. And the way I see it is if somebody can figure out how to turn on all the codons in their DNA, they can do anything. So I've been working on that, and there's a bunch of different things I've been doing to try to activate all of the codons in my DNA. And I figure once I do that, I want to lay my hands on the earth and hook my higher self up with every other higher self on the planet and activate all their DNA. And, you know, know as you were know. saying that, um, and I could see it, but there was just one thing that, that flashed in my mind when you said that. When, you know, when you get all those turned on, one of the things you have to be very careful of in your physical body is have all your judgment turned off. <laughs> you can't have oh, any judgment about point. anything with that many turned on because it will put you in a whole different place of being and knowing, and you'll be totally out of polarity on the planet. Well, I would think that, you know, there'd be some kind of, um, I don't know, maybe uh, safe measure behind that. I, I guess I'd have to think about that before I went and did it. Yeah, um, but to that's, make what, sure that, that's what just came to me to tell you is that make yeah. sure that you have all your other stuff taken care of so that you won't be pulled in by anybody's drama or chaos. or See, it's like when, when you have those things um, turned on in your body, you become... Mm-hmm a more evolved person to where it's hard to identify with polarity anymore. You're right. See what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And not only that, but, you know, you don't want to turn on the DNA of people that might abuse something like that. That's right. So it's not just myself, but, but it's others as well. So I guess there has to be a way of, you know, being able to discern whether people are of, you know, whatever percentage vibration service to others or something, something along that line. And I might, I might need some kind of galactic help on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be happy to, to ever work with you on anything like that. What did you notice? I noticed, and I wanted to know if you noticed that in December of 2012, that it was mm-hmm. like somebody jerked the Band-Aid off our third eye and gave us whole new instructions for everything that was coming galactic in the next few years. Did you notice that? What I've noticed is there are a plethora of people that basically went through a death process. <laughs> I mean, some people were you know, just knocked out, down, and completely drained after what happened on December 21st. As for myself, I was in upstate New York uh, with my daughter. And, uh, you know, of course, I wanted to be with the one I love the most you know, on that day, and the the day came and went, and so many people are saying, oh, nothing happened. Oh, my God, look at what's happened since then. (laughs) Everything happened. (laughs) Everything has happened. Now, I'll tell you what, there's been so many things that have happened and changed in my life. Like I said, I don't know if it's because of the new energies, if it's because I'm I'm working on changing the codons in my my DNA or whatever, but just in the last year, things have gone completely 
positive for me in so many different ways, even more so positive, not that they weren't positive beforehand, but it's amazing what's happened in the past year, actually half year. So, Well, you've been uh, upgraded. You know, Think of it as an upgrade. Definitely. You know, you're getting upgraded how many times, a, a, you know, in a year? Well, we know it four times for sure on the seasonal. Mm-hmm. But then how about the first week of January, first week of July when the Teton meetings are going on? And what about mm-hmm. when the Pleiadians come down with their ships in November and May? So you're you're included in all of that. I'll tell you what, Lavendar, about a week ago I'm laying on the couch and uh, you know, I'm doing work and all of a sudden I feel this tingling in the back of my head, about where the third eye is, but in the back of the head. And uh, I, I said, not now, because it was, it was kind of concerning. You know, you, you, the first thing you think from a third-dimensional aspect is I'm having an aneurysm or something like that. And I keep telling myself, man, if that happens again, I'm letting it go. I'm going to see where it's – because I think it was – I think it was a download or a, uh, an upgrade. I think that's what was happening, and I kind of blocked it a little. So, um you know, like I said, I'm block doing it. The... You just thought you did. It's probably in there, and it's probably going to resurface <laughs> when you least expect Good. it. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because I am so ready for any kind of uh, upgrades and, uh, you know, DNA so they, they probably gave you something that's going to turn on during your October uh, event. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. I'm looking forward to anything the universe has to get me, and I, I accept it with 100% love and gratitude. And no, you know, sometimes they get sneaky like that. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll give you something, and then they don't turn it on until you're in front of a lot of people, and then you go, oh, my goodness, it's on now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't, my, my whole speech might change completely. Who knows? <laughs> They're getting you ready but, uh, for so, something very big. I can, I can really feel that. So I, I think so, too. Let's talk a little bit about, well, how long have you lived in Florida? How long have you lived in Sarasota? Um, well, I've been in Florida for about 11 or 12 years, and uh, I just happened to uh, – I've heard about Siesta Key. Um, it's the number one beach in the United States right now, according to TripAdvisor. And uh, I heard about it, and I thought, you know, a beach is a beach, and I would go to either Clearwater or St. Peach Beach when I would go to the beach while I was living here, when I first moved here. And then one day I went down to visit my parents in Fort Myers, and as fate would have it, on the way home, I uh, was out of gas, and the exit that came up was for Siesta Key. So I figured, what the heck, I'll go get some gas and uh, check it out and see what it's like. So I get the gas, I drive down to uh, Siesta Key, and lo and behold, the best parking spot is waiting for me right next to the beach. And I thought that was a great sign. But as soon as I stepped foot on that 99.9% quartz crystal sand, I knew I had to live here. And within a week, I found a place, and I've been here ever since. The, the sand is just so magical. You can go out onto the beach in the middle of the summer. It might be 95 degrees out, but the sand is, is as cool as the other side of the hill on it. It always stays nice and cool, and uh, the energy that it has is amazing. Every Sunday night, we have drum circles on the beach, rain or shine. And uh, so you combine the energy of the sand, quartz crystal sand, plus the energy of the, the drums, and there's probably between 800 to 1,200 people that show up every week 
for the drum circle. So when you combine that kind of energy together, it's just amazing and magical. So oh, I, wow. I knew I had to. I knew I had to live here once, once I I came to UCSD, and you know I think about that. You know where where would I like to go if I could go on vacation anywhere? Where where would I want to go? And I'm thinking nowhere. I live in paradise. I love it here that much that this is where I want to be. You know I, when I. Uh, uh, discovered the island of Aruba. I went down mm-hmm. there, and on the north shore, uh, mm-hmm. about, oh, I'd say a half a mile in, um, there's 80 acres of quartz crystal sand. This just was dumped right in the middle of the coral sand. And a lot I didn't of, know that. Yeah, a lot of scientists, a lot of people go, how in the world did that get there? It's like, how mm-hmm. does how does quartz end up on 80 acres, and it's surrounded by coral, but but nothing showing that it came from the ocean. Right. And that's that's the way it is here in Siesta Key. The, the beaches above and below us don't have this sand. And what I'm thinking is that uh, they dropped Siesta it off. Sarasota was part of Atlantis. Well, it, that might, that might, you know, I lived in Sarasota for a year. At Longboat Key, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. I, I I went there to lay down and rest and recoup and and um, get a hold of my assignments. So I know that area mm-hmm. that you're talking about Beautiful. not very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go you ahead know, and tell us more about things that have happened to you in the last year. Now I know that you've you've been merging with your spirit guide tomorrow. So what led up to this? Yes. As a matter of fact, before you brought me on, you were mentioning that more and more people have been have the uh, male and female within their own bodies, and they're, they're merging together. And I thought, wow, this is exactly what happened to me. Now, um, my, let me just go back a little. Um, I was born in upstate New York in the Catskill Mountains, and when I was a kid, I always had this affinity to palm trees and the ocean. Didn't have any idea why. But in, I think it was, must have been about 2000, maybe 11 or 2008, something like that, somewhere in that time period, um, I had a dream where, and this is what, after I moved to Florida, I had this dream where I met my spirit guide. And uh, I see her. She's got this long, black, straight hair, white flowing down. She looks like an American Indian. And uh, she, she comes up to me, and she introduces herself. She goes, hi, my name is Tamara. I'm your spirit guide. So here I am. I can ask my spirit guide anything in the world. And what do I do? I'm like, <laughs> I repeat her name over and over and over again. I'm like, Tamara, 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 Tamara. And I said it so many times that I woke myself up out of my dream. So I didn't ask her anything. So here it is, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm thinking, you know, every, every name has a meaning. So I looked up Tamara. And what does it mean? Palm tree. And that's why I've always had that affinity without knowing why. So flash forward to maybe about five months ago or so. Um, now, at this point in time, I had already opened up my third eye, and I'm doing a, uh, a meditation on the beach, and I'm facing the ocean. But what I'm seeing is not the ocean. What I'm seeing is like the Red Rock Canyon, kind of like Sedona in that area. And I see my spirit guide, and she's off in the distance dancing. So I yell to her. I'm like, Tamara, come here. And she, she comes up to me. She gets about a foot away from me. And I figure, okay, now's my chance. I can ask her anything. 
And when I was about to ask her a question, she jumped right into me. She merged, literally merged with me. And so, you know, from that point forward, you know, it, we have been basically one. Uh, you know, I, I've never heard of anyone else merging <laughs> with their guys before like that. But it's kind of funny because I'll, I'll be walking the beach and I do things differently now since we merged. Like when I walk, I'll, I'll, I don't walk as fast and I'll take my time and I'll walk in the water, kick the water up and, you know, just kind of, it's more, I, I guess, effeminate. You know, the way the way I walk on, on, on the beach, it's not like, you know, I, you know, I walk like a drag queen or anything like that, but it's that merging, the blending of the energy, you know? And uh, it, it's pretty cool that, you know, I'm, I, I was able to merge with her. Have you heard of anything like that happening? Well, what you're describing is what I call the temporary walk-in. That's what uh-huh. I call a, temp- a walk-in, a, be- a higher being, and see... I don't feel her to be astral. I feel her to be galactic. So mm-hmm. the galactics will merge um, with someone that has a very strong assignment on the planet that's going to go global. They don't oh. do it for, for ordinary, um, you know, giggles, okay? <laughs> wow. They do it for for um, global agendas. Mm-hmm. And once you have aligned yourself to do global work, and then they watch you for a period of time to see what your discernment is like, then uh-huh. they will allow a a guide to come and merge with you for you could you could have it for the rest of your stay here or it could be temporary. It could be gone one mm-hmm. day. I mm. I had one actually come for three years. Awesome. And merged with me for three years. So how did you know when it left? I was devastated. Ah. <laughs> I was so devastated. Well, it happened It happened at a moment when I was in Catalina Island, and Natalie Wood had just died, and there was a, a rip and tear in so many things that I was involved in at that time, and I had um, kidney stones, and I started bleeding. So I, I went down really hard, okay? That's all I can mm-hmm. say. I went down very hard. Aww. And uh, when I went down very hard that being had to leave my body or I would have died. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating, though. Um, because we had yeah, so friend, many different uh, galactic implants and technology in my body to keep it steady that when other things interfered with that and when I started getting ill, then I wasn't able to hold on to all of that energy like I, you wow. know, like I had been doing it. See, so well, I, um, one would think that 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 the energy would actually be beneficial, but I guess it's it, in a situation like that, it wouldn't be. No, it wouldn't be because of the technology that was placed in my body. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. Uh, anyway, I lived through it, and I I was able to uh, come out on the other side of it, but um, stronger. Yeah, but I was never able to have that connection with that being. It never happened Aww. again. Aww. I got other beings with other assignments, of course. but not that one. Now, I know that in a uh, one of your uh, solar return uh, readings that you gave me, you mentioned I had a plethora of <laughs> walk-ins that have came in all throughout my life. And it's funny because my ex-wife, my daughter's mother, and my daughter can basically pinpoint several of them exactly when they had come in. For, uh, for me, and they saw the 
drastic changes within me that, that occurred. You know, it's, it's pretty obvious to everyone else, but it's not as obvious to you when that happens. Of course not, because it's really hard for you to look at yourself that way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So apparently I'm a uh, walk-in machine. I, I welcome walk-ins. <laughs> well, and, 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 and lately I've, I've been calling them drop-bys. Uh-huh. I, I call them drop-bys because there will be times when I will be in a session with someone and then all of a sudden this energy comes in and it's a mm-hmm. new energy. I don't really recognize it, but I know it holds so much truth and then out of my mouth goes, and then when I'm through, I'm going, wow, who was that masked man? You know, <laughs> it was so profound and so awesome yeah. and was so uh-huh. true on point. Do you find that happening to you? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> There's and times, that's, I well, call them drop-bys. <laughs> definitely. There's times where loved ones around me will, will mention, you know, you have a walk-in <laughs> right now. You're not the same today as you were yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, and whether it's temporary or not, you know, who knows. But um, I, I, I feel that they all come in for a specific reason. Yeah, of course. Uh, a friend, you know, a friend of mine, he's, he's had some issues lately, and, uh, you know, he lost... 22 pounds in like two months and uh, he said that he smells cigarettes a lot and uh, I don't know if that was a bean that's around him or if he got a walk-in that used to smoke but uh, you know it's just like it's a fascinating case um, well and and that, that would be an astral that wouldn't be a walk-in you know oh, astral, okay. astrals that are earthbound are not allowed mm-hmm. to be walk-ins Okay. Only right. galactics are trained oh. to be walk-ins. Okay. So, so yeah, I'm... Uh, I've discovered. Okay. That's cool. That's good to know. I can pass that along to him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, sometimes in the past I've had this... This is interesting because I, I, love, I love dreams. I love analyzing them. I took the psychology of sleep and dreams in college... And I found that the definition of what I learned back then, it's changed. For example, I had this dream one time where I was standing in the foundation of a house that was being built, and I was straddling uh, three ladders. Uh, my left foot was on the left ladder, I was straddling the middle one, and my right foot was on the right ladder. And I'm up at the top of the foundation, there's uh, concrete cinder blocks, that were being built, and it was a, newly, a new construction being built. Now, in the psychology of sleep and dreams, what we're taught in, in college is that if you're in a house or if you're in a car, even if you're driving the car, the car is you, the house is you, and if you're on a ladder, that typically means that you're going to get a promotion or something along that line. Well, you know, my interpretation from a spiritual perspective, it's changed. The house is me, but the house is us. This is the, the the new the new human that's being built. And the ladder, when you look at a ladder, it's 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 DNA strands. Those are three strands of DNA. So we, we currently have two. We're looking at a DNA upgrade, and I think that it's going to be more than three strands. But it wouldn't have made sense in my dream if it, there was a uh, twelve ladders that I was trying to straddle. So it showed me three, and I think that was more of a global interpretation of where we're heading, um, where humanity is heading, and we're heading for a, a DNA upgrade, and the new human is being born right now. 
So um, let me just share with you something that I've learned about dreams for myself and mm-hmm. dreams for people that are uh, going aboard ships and coming back and being really heavily evolved in galactic work and not in astral work, okay? There's a difference. Okay. Yes. What I have found is during the time when astrals were in my life, then the dreams were um, kind of going with all the books that have been written about them, okay, mostly. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I jumped into galactic work, none of that applied for me anymore. And I'll tell yes. you why. It's because there are times when I'm aboard ship and, and they give me shots in my thumbs and they send me back and they'll give me a screen dream, something that has nothing to do with absolutely nothing, okay, mm-hmm. just to preoccupy my mental state so I won't be freaked out about where I just came from. I am so with you on that. Yes. Okay. So yes. I don't go to the dream books anymore. <laughs> because No, no. They don't apply to me. I mean, it's like They don't. If I have if I have a real crazy dream, I know that they've placed it there and that I'm I'm not to focus on it. I'm just to go, okay, that they you know, it's like they they flush out out of your system something that that needs to be flushed out as in changing your frequency from ship to earth, okay? Yes. And in doing so, yes. they give you a dream or something that you can focus on so that you won't be so freaked out about what just happened. I welcome that, though. I want them to freak me Absolutely. out. Absolutely, me too. <laughs> bring bring Fact, it on. I, I put my thumbs out now and say, don't forget my shots, because the one time <laughs> that I said, oh, I don't want my shots, let me go back. I want to remember this. I've got to write about this. This was so exciting, please. And I hid my mm-hmm. thumbs from them. They said, okay, and they brought me back. And I was sitting <laughs> on the edge of the bed going, blah, 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 because I couldn't function. Uh-huh. I couldn't function. Uh-huh. I couldn't feed myself. I couldn't dress myself. I couldn't talk, really, with any intelligence. And I was that way wow. for two weeks. And they let me be that way for two weeks. Because when they finally came back and said, okay, have you had enough of this? I said, oh, yeah. Give me my shots. Don't <laughs> 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 have any trouble with yeah. me anymore about that. Uh-huh. But there was a you time know, um, when my ego got involved. and said, oh, I want to remember. Oh, that was so cool. Let me go back and write about it, you know. I keep a dream journal, and you know, as many of your listeners, I'm, I'm sure they do the same thing. And I couldn't tell you how many times, Lavender, that I've, I've had dreams of being on the ship. One time, I was on a ship, and I was with a group of, it must have been about 12 people or so, 12 or 13 people, and uh, we were just manifesting. And I wish I remembered what it was that we were manifesting, but it was all done, done telepathically. So, so one person, and we were standing in a circle, so one person would come up with an idea, another person would add on to it, and every, everyone would say, wow, that's the best idea yet. And then somebody would add on to that. It got even better. That's even better. And then we'd just keep adding on to All of us would just keep taking turns adding on to this, this one idea, manifesting whatever it was that we were manifesting. And it was just an amazing dream. But I've had numerous dreams of being aboard motherships and just seeing UFOs flying above me and, it's, you know, it's it's mind-boggling to, I, I wish everybody could have these kind of dreams, but I know that from a psychological perspective, you're not going to have those dreams if your mind is still in 3D, basically. If you're still worried about third-dimensional bullshit, then yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's right. 
That is. Oh. I wanted to ask you, uh, since you're in that area where you live and where a lot of Atlantean frequencies are starting to rise up, are you finding that you uh, have a lot of clients now that talk about Atlantis? Uh, not not too many, no, no. I'm finding, I'm not it, finding a lot. it a lot. Yeah, I'm not finding it a lot, but um, I'm not actually out there asking either. Okay, well, <laughs> so, unless they open up to me and tell me, then it's you know, like it feel like there's so many Atlanteans that were born here in the United States, and a oh, lot yeah. of them uh, have been born after 1980. And mm-hmm. I was told to keep a lot of information in a bank vault for 25 years and to only release mm-hmm. it after the kids were up and grown that were born after 1980. And what I'm finding is they want to talk about Atlantis. So when is that 25 years up? Oh, it was up a few years oh, ago. Oh, 2005 then. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. The time, about the time we put our website up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I'm finding I love the now... Word. I'm finding now that uh, that I'm getting so many so many people that that are born after 1980 now. Mm-hmm. So it's like I and I, I and I was told to put it away for this group, and for some reason um, that group is showing up now. And I ask people, I said, "Well, how did you find me?" And they go, "Well, I had this dream about Starseed. I got on Google and I found you." And that and, and I hear that a lot. I got on uh-huh. Google and I found you. I couldn't tell you how many people I, I tell, if you want, really want to know about yourself, go to this woman, you, <laughs> Lavendar. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's one of the most amazing readings you'll ever have. And, yeah, you know, I, this I is thank not you a paid so promotion. The, this is the and truth. you have sent a lot, of, a lot of people that were born after 1980. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. I love hearing that. Yeah. Because to me, it, it shows that, you know, I'm not just reaching my own peer group of, you know, 45 to 60 or whatever. Yeah. And I'm reaching everyone. Well, what I'm finding... That's awesome. What I'm finding is that, you know, when we're aboard ship uh, in between lifetimes and we're up there going, okay, the next time we go down there, you know, I, I want to have my car, my body a certain way. I want to have certain things in my DNA. And so we go mm-hmm. in the genetic engineer scientist, and we take our soul groups with us, and we all set and plan for long periods of time when we want to come back to the planet and who's going to come with us and when we're going yes. to meet. And so after 2012, yes. I noticed that, that most of us had this galactic GPS system in our, in our heads, and we started beeping, mm-hmm. and then other people started beeping, and then we started finding one another. And it's been one of the most exciting times to see this happen. Oh, definitely. It's that sense of familiarity that you have when you, you meet a stranger and you feel like you've known them all your life. You know, yeah. That's not a coincidence when that happens. But sometimes familiar isn't a good thing because sometimes you'll meet somebody that's so familiar and before you know it, they've got their hands around your neck wanting to choke you. Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, You're right. I've got to have a familiar, familiar. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. But for the most part, I'm, I'm, I find that I always say that I'm like one of the world's biggest introverts, and when I actually come out of my shell and talk to people, that the majority of them seem to be metaphysical and uh, are thinking outside the box, and it was a good choice to talk to them. And I can't just, imagine I you thinking you're an introvert. I don't see you as an introvert at all. Oh, my gosh. 
in psychology, there's what's called a Myers-Briggs personality test, and I've been taking it every year since college. And every year, the first letter tells you whether you're an introvert or not. It's either an I for introvert or an E for extrovert. I'm an INFP every year. Introvert, huge. But when I talk to like-minded people like you, it's easy, and I can come out of my shell. But when I go to the beach, I sit back and I watch people. I, I don't say anything. I absorb energies. I do, Actually, I do what I do a um, – the first thing I do when I go to the beach is I go for a long walk, and I do what I call a walk of gratitude where I invite creator source universe, spirit guides, guardian angels, friends and family on both sides of the veil, galactic neighbors and friends, higher self, Mother Earth, inner Earth people, and my um, spirit guide camera to go with me. And I use Ho'oponopono, and I, I go through, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, uh, to each one of them on there. And then I ask them to help me turn on all the codons in my DNA so I can, so I can heal myself and others in humanity's best interest. And I do that when I walk all the way down to the end of the beach, there's a seawall there, and that's my reminder to to do all that. And then on the walk back, I do what's called a love bubble. And I envision this huge bubble that's around me. And anyone that comes within my, my auric field is getting unconditional love and healing energies. And I ask my posse, you know, that creative source, universe, spirit guides, right down the line, to magnify that energy and to send it out as far as they can throughout the planet, galaxy, universe, and multiverse. So we're not just covering the beach, we're covering everything known possible and this is what you know people that are listening as white workers this is what we do and we don't have to tell anyone about it even though i'm telling you guys right now but you know this is what we do we we even while i'm supposed to be at the beach relaxing we're still doing our light work and uh, it's something anyone can do and i highly recommend doing it because it costs you nothing and and it, it can change the world but here's the thing that i'm finding about the star seeds that are on the planet most every star seed that I've been talking to have this electromagnetic frequency six to eight feet from their body or nine to twelve feet, and whoever mm-hmm. walks through it gets lit up. They wake. It's a wake up call. Your your DNA is actually activating other people. It's like you know when we had those yes. phones that clone one another. That's kind of what we uh-huh. do. We we walk through airports or we walk through Walmart, and and whoever's comes through our energy field at that moment, we wake them up. You know, and that's, that, that really emphasizes the importance of, like, when you have your get-togethers out there in Arkansas or, you know, I'm doing conferences and stuff like that, when people are attending these things, you know, oh, yeah, you're not big, only getting big... amazing information, but you're getting these galactic downloads and energetic downloads from everybody that's, that's there. It's amazing. Well, you wouldn't want everything from everybody there. <laughs> not necessarily, really? but... <laughs> Yeah, that's true, but, um, <laughs> you know, you're still getting the positive downloads, and I, I highly encourage that. Yeah, I'm just kidding with you. So, <laughs> you know, uh, next month I'm going to uh, Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. Uh, Sammy Hagar, he was the, the lead singer for Van Halen, and he, he had his own work that he did before. He's, he's a musician, obviously. Um, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of his because he's very spiritual. He has he has a uh, love and light bracelet that he wears all the time. He had a dream one time where 
it was when his band was first starting out and uh, he was living in this little studio apartment with his wife and his son Aaron and he, he had a dream where his father came up to the door and he did not have a good relationship with his father his father came up to the door and he answered the door and his father was young he looked very young and Sammy just started yelling at him what are you doing here you're going to wake up the baby and this and that get out of here so he slams the door and he goes back to lay down and he gets a phone call which wakes him up out of his, his dream and it's his sister saying that his father did, had just passed. So his father had visited him um, right after he passed, probably to make amends with him. But that wasn't a dream. And, you know, something similar happened to my father. My sister passed away. One of my sisters passed away in 2011. And right after she died, my dad said, you know, I just wish I could have hugged her one more time. And that night he had a dream where my sister knocks on the door and he answers the door and he's like, why didn't you just walk in? You know, you can always, you don't have to knock. You can always walk in. And she said, I just wanted to hug you one more time. And my wow. dad told me that and I said, that was real. That wasn't, that wasn't just a dream, Dad. That was real. Wow. But uh, Sammy also, Sammy Hagar, he uh, also had a galactic download um, from ninth dimensional beings. So I sent him a, uh, uh, an email to his manager, and I'd love to interview him while I'm out there to get the scoop on his spiritual side. So he'd be really well, that'll cool happen for you if you want to do it. You, you, that'll be open for you to do. I hope so, because that would be like the funnest interview I ever did next yeah. to this one. Good. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you've got a, a video on your N5D YouTube channel. Uh, tell us about some of the things that you uh, have on, on your channel. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, one that's been circulating around a lot, you know, it's got close to 30,000 views on it, is a dream that I had about three massive tidal waves that are coming, and it's not what you think. Um, what happened in this dream was I was at the beach, and I'm walking towards the ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, I assume, and I see this huge tidal wave coming. So I turn around, and I'm about to go into this beach house for shelter, and there's a mountain behind me, and up coming up over the mountain is another tidal wave, ten times bigger than the original one I saw. So I go into this beach house, and the water converges over me, and it goes back again. But while the water was over me, I could actually stick my hand through the window and touch it, and there was no sense of fear whatsoever when this happened, no fear. So the water, you know, goes back, and I get out of the beach house, and I look up over the mountain, and another tidal wave is coming. So I go back into the beach house and wait until it goes back again, and I get out. Once I got out, I, I realized that my truck was up on top of the mountain, so I go up on to the top of the mountain to get my truck and the energy had changed completely just total unconditional love was going on at that point in time so my dream analysis of this is that water is a mutable energy it can be solid liquid or gas these were waves of energy it wasn't waves of water it was waves of energy and there's two waves that are going to be converging when these two waves converge something magical is going to happen and I had a third eye vision where I saw myself I was standing in front of me, and all of a sudden this white light comes over the planet, what literally 
and I, I use this term when I saw it, flood the planet like a tsunami or, or a tidal wave. It, this white wave, uh, white light floods the planet, and the only thing you'll feel once that happens instantaneously is unconditional love. And any third-dimensional worry or issue that you have, it's gone, completely gone. So, uh, you know, I, I think that this is where we're heading. This is what's going to be happening. I'm, I'm so confident about these waves of energy. And what's funny is not only have many, many people, if you look at the comments on the uh, inside the uh, YouTube video for this, many people have had the dream of the tidal wave and feeling calm and at peace and that a transformation happened afterwards. But there are even some people who had the same dream of three tidal waves happening. So what I'm doing is basically tuning into the collective consciousness and reporting on it. This is where we're heading. This is what's going to happen. And it's not just me that sees it or feels it. It's a lot of people out there. So it's really exciting. You know, that reminds me of what you just said of, of something that happened in Cripple Creek. Um, I lived up in Cripple Creek for, for seven years, 9,740 feet up in the air. And um, Belva Bloomer, she wrote letters for Shirley MacLaine, people that would write about out on a limb books. She would answer mm-hmm. those letters. And I would go down and pick up sometimes at the post office the mail, and I'd take it to Belva. And sometimes we'd sit together and we'd open the letters and we'd start reading. On this particular time that I'm mentioning, there were 300 letters that came in. And I I walked in and I said, hey, we've got a really bunch of letters here. This is the most I've seen in a long time. And we sat down and we started opening them. And they all said the same thing, every one of them. It was the most bizarre day that we had ever opened up. They all had the same dream. They all wanted Shirley to know about this dream wow. and that it was important for her to know. Tapping now, into think the collective consciousness. What, yeah. what, what must have been triggered in people's sleep to have the dream state that they would have mm-hmm. to get up, write a letter uh, to Shirley McLean in Cripple Creek, Colorado? It makes you wonder how many people, how many more people have the same dreams that didn't write in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're one of those people listening to this show, please contact us. <laughs> we want to know. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah but I thought that how... was a demonstration that was just, it was so blatant in our face, you know, <laughs> and we didn't know what to I'm do a with firm, it. We did I'm a not firm know believer that our, I'm a firm believer that our dreams are more real than our actual waking life. You know, the there's so many It depends on who you are going. and what your and what your yes. agenda or what you're here to to um, to demonstrate. And how clear your mind is spiritually, you know. And I don't advocate any drugs or anything to anyone, but I, I, I did have one experience where I was having mushrooms, and I wondered what it would be like to have a little salvia divinorum on top of it, <laughs> and I did, and it was amazing, and. Uh, to me, it just showed me how clear my mind is spiritually. You know, some people, if they do the same thing, it's not going to be very pleasant. But um, that's it just depends me. on where yeah. your, uh, you know, where your energetics are. You know, can you handle it? Are you up for it? You know, I never take yeah. anybody past what they're trained for. Okay, it's like 
if you're not trained for anything like that, you don't take them there. No, no. But I'll tell you what, I really, really, really want to go to Costa Rica and have an ayahuasca experience. That is something I would love to do if somebody out there well, I think you know what there as a gift, I would graciously accept it. You know what? I feel that I don't think you need it because you've got things already um, inoculating you to have those experiences without it. Sure. I mean, you you might do it just for giggles, but I think that that um, somehow the galactics have you wired up in a way that um, you really probably don't need that experience. If you want to do it, that's fine, but I don't think you're going to get any more than what you have right now. Well, you told me that. I have, a, like, basically a direct connection to the, <laughs> to the mothership. Absolutely. And, uh, I, I believe it. You know, they, they, they've they seen my work ethic. I work seven days a week, 12 to 15 hours every day, 365 days a year since 2009. I haven't had a day off. You know, I'm not. Well, let's talk about the, that a minute. That that doesn't okay. sound like very much fun. <laughs> it's well, like you, you need to, to you need to kick back and have some time off for yourself. I you know and 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 I I do do that. Um, I will like I said I'm going to Cabo San Lucas for uh, a, a Sammy Hagar uh, birthday bash next month, and I'll work every day that I'm there, but I'm, I just won't work as much. Um, what I do though is um, every day, and people think I'm I'm kidding, but I have to force myself to go to the beach. Otherwise, I will work 15 hours straight. So I go to the beach, and what do I do? I do more work when I'm there. I do that uh, walk of gratitude and the um, uh, love bubble meditation. And but you know, to me, it's not even work. To me, it's you know, if I'm going to be walking, I may as well do something positive. So. That's that's what I do. So I do actually get out of the house. I go to the beach. I try to go to the beach every day, but it usually ends up being probably five times a week or so that I end up going there. Let me ask you about but, your your uh, family that you were born into. Are you the most mm-hmm. different one in your family? <laughs> Without a doubt. I'm the baby of the family. Yeah. Um, everybody okay. in my family has red hair except for me. And my sisters would, would tease me when I was a kid saying that I was adopted because I didn't have red hair. And uh, I would cry myself to sleep night after night. And this went on for years, and my parents never knew about it until we were adults. <laughs> yeah, and in retrospect, it really didn't matter whether I was adop- adopted or not, which I wasn't. I just didn't have red hair. But, you know, the red hair, I think I had to, to be born into this family to show my galactic origins, which I believe is Lyra, you know, home of the redheads, basically. Red hair and blue eyes, yeah. Which my father has red hair and blue eyes, so it's a one. It's the rarest combination hair eye co- color combination on the planet. So you have this plan for the middle of October, and do you have anything planned after that? Do you have a, a second event? Oh gosh, I'm not even thinking about that. It, there's, as, as you know, it, there's so much work that goes into these events, and uh, we we charge the absolute minimum that we can possibly charge to make this affordable, because I feel, you know, the, the global empathy that's going on. People, it's tough right now. You know, I'm seeing conferences that are going on that are charging three, four hundred bucks a pop. People can't afford that. So we try to keep our conferences under a hundred dollars. I think we're charging eighty-nine dollars 
for the day. And uh, it's, it's going to be incredible and magical. And Do you have a lot of people, people down here. coming in from different, from all over the, the country? We always do. We always do. And this uh, Siesta Key one, um, always the Sarasota conferences always sell out because people want to experience, you know, the, the Quartz Crystal Sand and the Drum Circle on Sunday night. And, yeah, it, it truly is, you know. It's not. It's a lot, a lot more than, than a conference. Do you also so, light a fire on the beach? We can't do that here. Oh, really? On the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they can do it in, in, like, California, and I think they might be able to do it on the Atlantic side. Boy, I wish we could. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I love it. It's 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 wonderful to, to be here in, in this area with that kind of energy, and I couldn't think of any place I'd, I'd rather live than where I'm at right now, even though I, I have been to Aruba, and it is beautiful there, you know, and I think one of the most beautiful beaches I've been to was the Mexican Riviera over by, like, Tulum and, and Oh, Maya yeah. Those are oh, some beautiful goodness. beaches. Yeah. Tulum has, has really good energy still. After all these, after 500 yes. years later, it's still, it's still beeping, you know? Oh, yeah. The sand is like, it's kind of like... Uh, Powdered sugar, cinnamon, cinnamon yeah. sugar. There, yeah. that color. It's just beautiful, and the beach has awesome waves. And oh gosh, I, I just absolutely am in love with that area. But I, I saw love, I saw uh, my first mermaid there. You did the living in the sea. Yeah. Oh my gosh, when was that? Oh, that was uh, let's see, 1984. Um, 1984. Your first. Now you've seen mermaids since <laughs> yeah. then, then. Did you catch that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I have lots of different high strange experiences with fairies and and um, beings that people say that are myth mythological. You know, I. Oh uh, yeah. Somehow I'm being able that. to see them through another dimension if they if they allow me to see it. You know, the first place I lived at here in Sarasota, my um, landlord is a yoga instructor, and I, I, I rented this uh, studio from her. And she has this beautiful garden in the backyard, and she said that the person that lived there before me would see literally thousands of fairies hanging out there. <laughs> I just thought it was so amazing. And, and you could feel the energy. You really could. It was beautiful. Oh, getting back to the videos, too. I had another video on uh, the Inside D YouTube channel. And just go on to YouTube, type in Inside D, and you'll find our channel there. But I have a video on how to open your third eye. And to everyone out there listening, it is so simple. This is the easiest and quickest way that you can do it. And you might be able to open it up tonight or within (laughs) within a week. And all you really need to do is to... Right when you go to bed and you're really tired, uh, just close your eyes and get into that meditative state and try to stay awake and just close your eyes. And uh, what you'll end up seeing is this swirling energy or a light. It might be white. It might be purple or purplish blue. When you see that, that's telling you you are so close to having your third eye open. And all you need to do is stay in that meditative state and Basically, it's almost like you're looking at the back of your eyelids, but you're going to start seeing these energies swirling around. 
And when you do, that you're 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 just about ready to break through. And if you can keep that meditative state going, you're going to start seeing the outline of images, and then the images will come in clearer and clearer. And eventually, you'll be able to do this, like what I do on the beach. There could be, you know, thousands of people around me and kids screaming and whatever. But you'll be able to hold that meditative state and still get your visions no matter what is happening around you. And it'll happen so quickly. But the best time to do it is when you're tired and you're about ready to go to sleep. And uh, I'll be explaining going more into detail about this at the conference and uh, giving people a few more ideas and suggestions. But basically, in a nutshell, that's, that's all there is to it. And it's so simple to open up that third eye. It really is. But we just we get to that point and we give up a lot of times. And uh, we don't understand what's happening. But once you understand what's happening and all you need to do is push it just a little bit further, it's going to happen to you. So when this does happen, you contact me. I'd like to hear about it. Yeah. One thing about opening your third eye is you never can go back after you do that. It's like you can't ever go back and be who you were the minute before that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You know, I've heard the same thing about um, lucid dreaming. That you know, once you start lucid dreaming, you can't go back to having normal dreams. And I remember one time, the, the closest I got one time, I was starting to lift out of my body, and my cell phone rang. And I knew better. I knew better not to have my cell phone on, but it, it rang, and uh, I came right back into my body. And I haven't tried it since, because I'm not sure if I really need to be lucid dreaming, because I, I really love the dreams that I have. They show me so much. And if I was a lucid dreamer, I wouldn't have had that dream about the three tidal waves that were coming. And I see these as premonitions, almost being prophetic, if you will, um, about what's going to happen. And I like those kind of dreams. So I don't think I'm I'm supposed to be lucid dreaming. I think that was intentional, that that phone call came when it did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have really enjoyed uh, speaking with you. I look at the time, so it's time for me to hand you over to my co-host, Ariel, who has the switchboard. Okay. And maybe we'll have some people calling in to talk to you. I know you and I are going to be talking on your solo return here pretty soon, so I'll, I'll yeah, be contacting you by email about that. Okay. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Thank you. Okay, honey. It's been our pleasure and my pleasure personally to talk to you today. So back to you, Ariel. Thank you. Okay. Well, I have so enjoyed what you have to say, Greg, and um, right now, if anyone who is already on the switchboard has a comment or a question for Greg, you'll just need to press 1 on your keypad so that we'll know that you want to come on the air. If you're listening um, on the computer, then pick up the phone and dial 917-889-8292, and then once you're in, press 1 again. Excuse me. So um, while we're waiting for that that process to happen, um, I too lived in uh, on Siesta Key when I when I first moved to Florida, and uh, I've I've lived in about every major city in Florida, but Siesta Key was the first and uh, the most beautiful. So it's kind of like um, you know going back to my old stomping grounds and listening to you describe yeah. the the area and the sand and um, uh, I just think it's wonderful the way you have really um, affected a lot of people in a very good way. And I just totally commend you for that. 
and your your dedication. You're obviously very passionate about this. If you can't, <laughs> you have to force yourself to take time off. Um, but that's, I mean, yes. that's when you are so passionate about something. Like you said, it doesn't seem like work. It, it's it's no. uh, it's a whole different thing because you you choose to do it. So it's it's more like play than exactly than work. Yeah. You know, the first conference I had here in Sarasota, uh, Lisa Renee was one of our our speakers, and when we asked her if she would come, she said Heck yes, because apparently there was a portal off the coast that the benevol uh, the, uh, I'm sorry the malevolence were using to come in and out. And she's like, I had to come here and close that that portal, and uh, you know, it's it's amazing to just to see the energy that that's going on here and feel the energy that. Well, I'm curious with you, what attracted you to come to the SDK? Well, um, it was kind of a, a chicken and the egg thing. I had family there, and um, and I I was born in Pennsylvania, so like you in, in upstate New York, it's like so cold and the snow, I mean, the, all that, um, you know, five, six months of The of seasons snow. are highly overrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went to, um, 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 CS, I mean, to Sarasota because my family was there. And, you know, when you mm-hmm. move far, far away, you want to, you know, have a little bit of a support system. Um, and then, you know, I got my own place there on the on the north end, excuse me, of Siesta Key. Okay. By the village, and, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and I I mean I I was in Florida for 10 years, so it's a it's a very very familiar and I know that feeling of uh you know when you go someplace when you come home it's like oh finally it's like mm-hmm. home is the vacation and the other place is what you you can't wait to leave and and get back to yes. home. Yes. Yeah, so it's really got here? that. Pardon? Why did why did why did you leave here? You were in paradise. Um, well, my music, my musical career um, took me out of Florida to get closer to the recording studio I was using. Um, uh, but yeah, I lived in Key West as well, and there are there are lots of star seeds, you know, attracted to that the island. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's it's just it's laid back, it's uh, relaxing, yeah. it, it's it's a, it's a different pace, you know, than than the major cities. Definitely. So, I used to live in uh, me, Apollo Beach. I used to live in Apollo Beach, about 45 minutes north of Sarasota, and I would take my daughter to uh, Daytona Beach, which is on the other coast, but it's only like two hours away. We can make it there actually in under two hours from where we lived, just to go out and boogie board and stuff like that. But you know, the the, the energy on the Atlantic side is so much different than the energy on the Gulf side, especially here in Siesta Key. And uh, I, I just—that's what I love about Siesta Key. It's so laid back and so powerful at the same time. You know, I, there's no other place I could imagine living than here. Right. Yeah. Because you're right. Yeah. The East Coast is a, a completely different vibe. But um, yeah. So you have—is <clears throat> your 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 radio show? You do that weekly. Um, was it Monday at seven? I used to. I I, I gave that up for a temporary. Um, period of time because there's just so much on my plate right now. Um, uh-huh. You know, I've got all these websites going on. and I do miss it, but as you know, there's a lot of preparation that goes into um, hosting a radio show and getting all your guests lined up and everything, and it was just more than I could handle at that 
period in time. You know, I basically am a one-man show on N5D. So, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to do everything. And, uh, mm. Oh, yeah. I, I was, um. But, you know, I was lucky enough to interview some amazing people like, uh, you know, Jordan Maxwell and Boris Cannon and right down the line. I had, I've interviewed so many amazing people. Lavendar had the opportunity to interview. And uh, I'm just so grateful and, you know, honored that, you know, I've had so many amazing people on my, my radio show. And they, they can all be um, uh, viewed on the N5D channel as well. And had some so wonderful put, co-hosts. You... Pardon me? I, so, so you put your archives onto YouTube so that they're yes. available for people. Yes. And as well, you know, plenty. you can always check them out on uh, was it iTunes, too. I, I think they automatically get archived on iTunes through Blog Talk. So. Uh, right, right. So um, you are focused on these on these events now um, and and doing larger uh, gatherings and things. Uh, kind of. <laughs> like this is a lot of work too. Uh, you you guys have had events there up in Arkansas and stuff like that, and it's a lot of work. You know, promoting and uh, getting, you know the right people together and finding the venue and stuff like that. But every year I seem to have one <laughs> here in Sarasota. So um, I don't see that not happening unless, you know, we move into uh, a different energy and um, it's no longer needed, which I'm anticipating. Honestly. I'm seeing a lot of these energies. There, there's a lot that's happening right now. Um, as you guys know, you know, uh, Pluto entered uh, Capricorn in 2008, and uh, right on schedule, we saw the collapse of the, the banking system with the exception of the two big-to-fail banks. But uh, that's what Pluto does. It's the destroyer. It tears down everything that's not in humanity's best interest and gives us the opportunity to build it back. The last time Pluto was in Capricorn was in the 1700s during both the French and American revolutions, and when you look at that energy, what's going on all around the world, basically revolution, this is stuff that's happening, and this is our opportunity to learn from the cycles of turning. And what I see right now is we're just over the, the halfway point, the apex of Pluto and Capricorn as it stays there until 2023, and we're already seeing this, and it's what I've been predicting all along, is a collapse of money, government, and religion. And uh, they're all collapsing right now. So we have an opportunity right now to rebuild this planet, even in third dimensional, uh, from a third dimensional aspect, we can rebuild it and make it into a literal paradise on Earth until the energies change everything into the fifth dimension, fifth dimensional energy. So it, these next upcoming years are going to be amazing, and we're already seeing stuff that's bizarre that's happening. Like uh, I don't know if you saw on the uh, on YouTube, but there's uh, this uh, Hillary Clinton gave this uh, speech. Everyone's saying it's CGI, she glitches out, and you see the background, and she fades out from it and comes back into it. And uh, I don't think these energies are conducive for those who do not have the best interests of humanity at heart. And we're going to see a lot of this happening, not just with here in the United States with our political figures, but all around the world. We're going to start seeing these people just, who knows, maybe turn into the reptilians like they live kind of scenario where you can see through them <laughs> and what they are and who they represent. It's it's really exciting to see to be alive right now and to witness what's going on with these new energies that are coming in. You know, as long as you're 
high vibrational and, uh, you know, service to others, she's got nothing to worry about. You know, I had this this image while you were talking of of the you know the energies, um, lower frequencies trying to dominate while the upper frequencies are, um, you know, rising and accelerating, and the <clears throat> the magnification. It's almost like, um, uh, it's like like they live and everybody's got the sunglasses, so they see. Yeah. So there's no more subterfuge, like going through the um, the metal detector at the airport. And if you're mm-hmm. carrying low energies, bad frequencies, you know, um, harboring ill will, then the thing goes off because you can't you can't walk through there because mm-hmm. you're setting it off and you're not allowed to pass. And that's kind of like yes. okay, no, your energy's good. Okay, you go on through. Oh, oh, no, no, you're holding on to judgment. You better stay back. And there's just like this this uh, big line, and and there's a lot of people getting through, but there are a lot of other people. Who's like, no, sorry, you know, you're you're not tall enough to ride this ride yet, and you have to lift your frequency before you can get through. That's you know, it's almost like like Pluto showing the um, the underbelly, Mm -hmm. so that we can we can heal it, fix it up, and and transmute what needs to be. Exactly. You know, and I'm quite sure that, you know, everyone that's listening, you're okay. You're going to have, you're just going to just enjoy the ride. And that's been the biggest message I've got from my guides uh, recently is that um, basically we've already done the work that we need to do. And uh, just right now, enjoy the moment. That's all you need to do. Live in the moment at this, from this point forward. That's what... I was told I need to do it, but I think most people are in, in that scenario. Even though we all feel there's a lot more we can do. And I have a hard time just living in the moment because I'm a workaholic. <laughs> so I'm going to continue working. But <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep working, but, you know, I know that I need to scale back a little and to really, you know, enjoy what, what is out there and what life has to offer. Well, there has to be balance. You know, well. even if you have the energy, <laughs> if you have the energy to do more, <clears throat> if you if you continue and you don't have that balance with the downtime, mm-hmm. um, you know that's everything must come to balance. And well, you my my, to, my issue is that I'm a triple I'm a triple Libra, and a lot of people think that Libra are all about balance, but it's the exact opposite. We're constantly seeking balance, so. My rising uh, ascendant and moon are all in Libra. I am, and, and, and it's obvious with me being a workaholic. You know, I, I love doing what I do, and I just want to keep working and working and helping as many people as I can. When I'm not working, if I go to the beach, like I said, I'm still working when I'm out there, but I'm also thinking, okay, if I was working on the website or on the Inside D Facebook page, I could be sharing this or writing that or creating a new video or doing something else help more people and to me it's like I almost feel guilty if I'm not working because I want to help as many people as possible so it's it's tough and it, it's hard to find that balance being a triple Libra yeah. it really is well, <clears throat> it is but just remember that you're one of the people so you know sometimes you have to you know you have to tend to your own garden to make sure that you know that you're well nourished and rested and 
and and and staying in balance. Easier so, said than bringing, done. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, right, right. But bringing, I mean, helping other people. I mean, I can't tell you um, how many people um, say that uh, that they found us because of you. Um, so uh-huh. you are, I mean, you're just reaching. I think way more people than you have any uh, any notion of, even because like you know, a lot of star seeds that keep they don't they don't um, like you said. How about the other people that that didn't write the letters? Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of star seeds that are kind of the lone eagle type, and and that's um, you have to have that strength within yourself. But still, this is a time of gathering, and that's what you're doing is you are um, facilitating the gathering. And that's what Lavendar told me, you know, in my solar return reading that, you know, I've got five different soul groups that I'm bringing together. And uh, obviously M5D is a huge platform for that. And I'm sure I'm doing that. We get between one to three million plus visitors every month. And while that's great, I would like that to be 10 to 15 million or 20 million (laughs) every month. I want that number to go up, you know, because... I want to reach as many people as possible, and that's that's why I'm here. I'm here to bring together all these soul groups and soul families, and uh, you know whether it's referring people to your website or other websites or writing my own material and bringing them here, it doesn't matter to me. It's like you know I, I had a, a friend of mine uh, wrote an article, and I and it was beautiful. It was about empaths, and I asked her if it was okay to share it on on N5D, and she said, yeah. But as it turned out, other people would share it from my website onto other their websites, and she wasn't happy with that. And I told her, you know, I couldn't tell you how many thousands of times that happened to me, that people have taken my article, didn't leave a backlink, or, you know, claimed it for their own. I said, you know, ultimately what you have to do is look at the big picture and say, okay, you know, for the most part they will at least put your name out there, and, you know, even though they might not leave a backlink. Your name gets out there, but what's most important is the message, you know. And if people share your article on 1,500 different websites, how many people is it reaching? And isn't that why we're here ultimately? Right. Right. Well, so. we've got a we've got a caller in the in the screening room who's waiting to speak with you. And as soon as they okay. come out, um, we'll bring her on the air. Okay. So have just be a um, another maybe thirty seconds or so. No problem. But yeah, you're doing a great job at at doing facilitating the gathering, and uh, I'm I'm glad that you that you are so dedicated. So um, Lori is ready to come on the air now. So um, okay, Lori, you are on the air with Greg. So go ahead with your question. Hi, Lori. Hi, Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're Facebook friends Yay. now. <laughs> well, I I just wanted to come on and say hello. I've I've been following your your uh, your radio shows for years, and uh, Michelle as well. And um, I uh, tuned into the event that you had with Andrew Bartsis in Sarasota uh-huh. a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually went to his event that he had in Seattle. 
So it was kind of interesting to see that everyone is having events right now. So I, I, I thought I heard you talking about gathering them. Uh, and it sounds like everyone's doing the same thing, which is really, really cool. I love hearing that, you know, people are, are doing this. They're, they're bringing people together. And, uh, you know, like-minded people are just trying to find venues, especially people that live out in the middle of nowhere and they're finding a hard time connecting with people when you're in a small town with no airport and, uh, you know, nobody's really, it seems like nobody's really awakened in your area, but there's different things that people can do. And one of those things is attending events like that, you know, getting out there and meeting people and creating those those contacts. I'm sure you made a a lot of uh, connections when you were out there. I did actually. And, and someone created a Facebook page um, so that people who met at the conference could continue to um, meet and greet each other and, and really build those relationships. And it's amazing. I mean, you know, I have friends all over the world <laughs> with not just that event, but other events like the one that, you know, Lavendar and Ariel did um, in 2012. We went with France to France with them. And so, yeah, it's it's pretty neat that um, when you create an event like this, do you plan on doing any kind of a, a Facebook page so that people can continue to to uh, contact each other? That's a good idea. Other? I never thought about that. <laughs> I probably should so people can, you know, connect yeah, with one another. Yeah, and they actually have a, an open group and a closed group, and the open one is just friends of Andrew Bartzett, so it could be friends of N5D or, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So, and then I for the event Somebody created a page, Friends of Inside D, that I'm part of. <laughs> you know, oh, it's really well, cool. You, you kind of already have it have it started. <laughs> and then if you wanted to yeah. do a, a, you know, a page just for that group, you could do that. You know, especially if it's an event that you plan on having more than you know, like annually or something. So. Yes, it's a it's a yearly event that we have here in in Sarasota. And like I said, because of the quartz crystal stand that we have here, it's 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 a big draw, and we sell out every year. So. It's uh, it's exciting, and you know, chances are you're, you're like me. You're also an introvert. I find find that um, approximately eighty percent of the people that are spiritual are introverts. It's almost the exact opposite of what the rest of the world is. But when you're around like-minded people, you find it easy to talk to them. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, if I'd mm-hmm. known about your event, I I probably would have signed up because. Richard and I went down to Sarasota. We had a friend that that lived uh, near um, St. Petersburg, yeah, mm-hmm. in Safety Harbor, and we actually took a day and drove down to Sarasota just to be on that beach in in January, and it was <laughs> wonderful. We actually brought some of the sand home. <laughs> Good. And a friend of ours. I wonder, I wonder what uh, Homeland Security thinks if you're flying and you got this bag of white powder. <laughs> well, bad, yeah. I know. I don't know. We we got home safely, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, well, we have a you know, friend that uh, uses it in healing. He actually uses uh-huh. it when he's doing some healing work. He uses that sand. It's so cool. <laughs> we actually had um, a friend of ours make orgone uh, pyramids, using and the base of the pyramid was the Siesta Key sand. So um, Michelle. Every body of water, every river she went by or ocean, she would deposit one of those um, one of those orgone pyramids and put the whole pono pono in there and intentions and everything so that she could light up the grid here. Wow. So I mean, she, and this is what a lot of people don't know. This is something that she did 
without telling anyone. You know, this is what light workers do. You know, we, we do a lot of things unselfishly without telling other people. And, you know, I'm telling the world now, but just to encourage other people to go out there and do stuff like that, you know, random acts of kindness and stuff like that. And, you know, getting back to the conference, we, we do have it, usually it sells out Hello? by the last week. There's always tickets available right up Hello? until about the last Hello? week. And it sells out. So there are tickets available. Uh, so if you want to come, you can still make it. Well, Lori, are you there? Well, okay, okay. I thought maybe you had dropped off there. Yeah, I did for, for about. 20 seconds, but I'm glad I'm uh, back. But, but it sounds like you're saying that you still have tickets. I I yes. just got back from Seattle. <laughs> Otherwise, I would do it. <laughs> you know, um, I I just launched a new business, so I I I kind of got to watch the expenses at this point. So okay, yeah. Well, that's Next cool. Time, and, um, sure. Good luck with your uh, with your new uh, venture there, your business. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, You're very welcome. Yeah, it's kind of fun to talk to you. I, I feel like I know you since, you know, I've been listening to you guys for the longest time. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. When you have a radio show, you, you develop family out there. And even though you you may, ne- may never call in while we have the show, I know because a lot of us are introverts, I wouldn't call in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm too introverted <laughs> to do that. But, uh, you know, and I understand, but you, you develop this family, you get to know the, the people that are hosting the show, like Ariel and Lavendar, and you become family with them, and I totally understand. Absolutely. Well, that's kind of all I had. I didn't really have a question, um, but um, yeah, I'm glad I had a chance to uh, say hello and wish you the best with your with your event, and I hope to be there next year. Awesome. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll, I'll meet you then. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks so much, Greg. Thanks, Lori. You're my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, hey, Ariel. Good to hear your voice. It's good to hear your voice again, Lori. Thanks for calling yeah. in. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And well, you notice the same thing about family. You know, it's it's so cool to to make these connections with people and to create these families. And it's more than family. It's soul group. It's you know, they, they, it's a much deeper meaning of family than anything else. Even I know there's literally for every show we have or that you have, there's lots of people that will not call in because they're introverted like I am. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it's difficult to call in. I, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I had the phone in my hand and I had the number dialed and I'd hang up right before they... Uh, but asked to bring me on, and I, I just couldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> you know. So I, I know there's a lot of people out there that are like that, and uh, I totally understand. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we have uh, looks like another person with a a question or comment, and uh, okay. they they will uh, be talking to Vanya, and we'll get their name and their question. Right. Yeah. I wish I had somebody like Vanya when I was doing blog talk. That makes it so much easier, having somebody screen the caller and could never figure out how that that worked. Yeah, well, it's it's a feature with with blog talk. And, uh, I mean, we have some very dedicated um, people, Vanya, uh, Fiona, Mm -hmm. 
uh, Tammy mm-hmm. uh, working behind the scenes in uh, in helping because it, it, I mean there's always the possibility that that someone would call in with a, an inappropriate comment and uh, yes. you can't open up a live microphone and have that be a question mark. So oh, I um, did. <laughs> I talked to everyone, and fortunately, you know, I did that for like three years. You never had one of those people come through, not oh. one. Well, that's great. That's great. So yeah. um, our caller is um, ready to go, and you're going to be talking to Michelle. So just let me get your mic open. <laughs> hello, Jeez. Michelle. Hi, Greg. Oh, hello. Hi, How are you? I'm Michelle. <laughs> Hi, Greg. <laughs> so this is this Michelle, is, this is Michelle um, Greg's co-host from In5D Radio. Is that correct? Yeah. I actually have <laughs> uh, a show called the Cosmic Awakening Show uh, that mm-hmm. N5D sponsors. And uh, we used to have a blog talk show, but now I just love uh, Skype and YouTube and uh, because we can do face-to-face. We can do videos now. And so I pre-record and then upload on N5D. But I wanted to call in and, and uh, talk about uh, how to activate your psychic abilities uh, because that is the topic of our conference coming up mm-hmm. in October. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, one of the things that um, that we all know is that everything is energy and energy is vibrating at a certain frequency. And a lot of times uh, to tune in to... Um, other frequencies we have to change the channel and so one of the things that we want to focus on is uh, raising our vibration our vibrational frequency and our consciousness and um, Greg talked about uh, how to open up the third eye in a video that he had done but every year we uh, we do a conference like he's been talking about and we're going to be discussing how to uh, to do certain things to open up your uh, psychic abilities, which could be uh, clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, uh, clairsentience, which is clear feeling, clairaudience, which is being able to hear, uh, claircognizance, which is uh, being able to to clearly know something. And um, what I wanted to share with everybody is um, a lot of people are psychic and don't even realize how psychic they are. Just because you don't see... Uh, something with your third eye doesn't mean that you, you know, you're not psychic. Um, as a matter of fact, I have a clear, a clear feeling and a clear knowing that's uh, that's pretty strong. But I don't, you know, I can't necessarily hear spirits or see spirits. But especially when you're that, around water. Yeah, especially when I'm around water, I I, I have a clear connection. But what I do is um, I keep my vibration uh, raised by doing things that I love and by staying happy. And, of course, um, working with Greg, um, that's very high vibrational to begin with. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> well, uh, we we like to go to the beach a lot. And uh, that connecting with nature is very important to keep your vibration raised. Yeah. And uh, it is... Um, yeah, grounding with Mother Earth. She will help clear things that may be blocking your abilities. But I guess one of the major things I wanted to say uh, this evening 
is um, to be able to uh, to recognize that everyone is psychic and um, that more, most people are more psychic than they think. And keeping mm-hmm. your vibration raised, it's very important to be able to, to tune yourself in to that next frequency where you can receive uh, thoughts and messages. You know, most of the thoughts we have aren't even ours. They're either given to us by our, our higher self or our guides, um, and so we're not really coming up with things on our own. And uh, that's or we're the tapping into the collective consciousness, like like that uh, tidal wave dream, or the the, uh, exactly. the, the, the uh, emails that Lavendar was talking about, or I'm sorry, the letters that Lavendar was talking about that were all the same. It's tapping into that collective consciousness that we're all we all sense and feel, but we don't know at the time when it's happening. That's fascinating, and. Um, you know, the caller before had mentioned Andrew Bartzis, and he said that, um, he said a couple of years ago with this interview with Lance White that we would be getting very close when children would be going to school, like high schoolers, and they would all be sitting around the lunch table, and they would say, you know, I had a dream last night about such and such. And then the kid across would say, I had that exact dream, and then all the way down the line, everybody would have had that same dream. And I think that's what's happening, and people aren't really realizing just how connected um, everyone is. And these are little examples to remind us of that. Well, we have a friend, Lisa, that dreamwalk, and uh, she's actually tapped into my spirit guide, Tamara, and uh, it's amazing. We actually share similar dreams uh, together, and uh, it's, it's fascinating to see when this happens that other people are sharing the same dream. I think that once, like what you were saying about these kids, once we are, once the majority starts sharing the same dreams, the whole reality changes. Yes, Isn't it's this definitely dream? proof of that. And you know, we're all yeah. connected anyway. We're all connected, and mm-hmm. this is the illusion of separation, this lifetime that we're living. And... Uh, so what we also forget is that we have uh, we have our guides and angels with us that are uh, patiently waiting for us to ask for their help uh, in reestablishing that connection and that understanding that we um, we are all uh, one we're all one consciousness and one being sharing this experience as an individual. So um, connecting with the other side uh, is is really a good way to uh, to realize that. Uh, there's a lot Uh-oh. more out there Michelle? that we don't understand. Your phone cut out. Yes, I'm still. Yes, I heard her. I'm, I'm, I'm Greg, are you still there? Oh, yeah, you I'm can here. hear her? I heard her. Uh, yeah, I heard her the whole time. Yep. Okay, oh, well, awesome. Thank you, Mercury Retrograde. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Yeah, I suddenly, my line went just blank. I'm sorry, continue. Oh, well, I just want to say that our guides and angels, uh, for this human experiment, and this human experience, they um, have, you know, they're not really allowed to just jump in and start, uh, you know, working on you without your, uh, without your, you asking, you know, because of your free will, mm-hmm. and you agreed to, uh, you you agreed to forget. <laughs> so, this is part of the psychic uh, awakening uh, for your abilities is to ask for help and let spirit know that you're ready to move forward because some people have this great fear of seeing because they were killed in other lifetimes. They were burned at the stake or, 
you know, anybody who was uh, deemed a witch, you know, was killed. And so, you know, we have to get rid of those fears and and go ahead and move forward with uh, connection to spirit so that we can bring information, uh, you know, and this time that we're in is very exciting and there's a lot of people connecting with their galactic star family, which I first did um, when I was in Finland recently. And that just has changed my life completely, being able to connect with my star family now. So um, you know, these are the kinds of things too, we talk about on, on N5D. <laughs> <laughs> and in our personal lives. Um, but what you said, too, is exactly what happened when I asked basically universe, which could it, you know, you can ask your guides, angels. I asked universe, though, and universe gave me that galactic download when I asked, okay, I'm a successful child and family therapist, but I know that there's more that I need to do. Show me what I need, and I got that galactic download. So it'll, it'll happen when you're ready. I think the most important thing to do, though, number one, ahead of everything else before you're going to get these abilities and everything, is to eliminate the fear, and that means shutting off the TV. Number one, first and foremost, get rid of the TV. Um, keep away from any of the mainstream news and all that crap. And when you get these negative things that come into your life, that's your opportunity to transmute these things. Even when you have like a bad dream or something like that, it's trying to come up and surface. And a lot of things are being reflected and mirrored back to you right now of things that you need to address. So once you address and transmute these energies, that's when the magic happens. So look at all this stuff that's happening. Anything that's negative in your life as a blessing and an opportunity to move forward because that's when the magic happens. Yes, Greg, and you have a website called bodymindsoulspirit.com that touches on holistic uh, things like your health and, um, you know, your just things that, you know, we've got to watch our diet. We've got to cut the fluoride out of our, our life, which most city water is fluoridated. Even some of the yeah, bottled most. water, like Aquafina, is fluoridated. We talk about you talk about foods and all kinds of holistic things that you can do to help raise your vibration and open up your third eye. Mm-hmm. And then you and I just started uh, a website a couple months ago called WooWooMedia.com, where we get mm-hmm. really to a lot more of extraterrestrial, paranormal, and supernatural things, which I get really excited about because that's my passion. And so um, we're really just working as hard as we can to reach as many people, like you said, but it's really, um, it's really fulfilling. And that's, um, that's one thing I do as a life coach is, is help people to find their life purpose because when, you, when you're doing what you love, it isn't work, doesn't feel like work, and you just, that raises your vibration 100%. And so that's why yes. I think all these people who are psychics and who are able to connect and bring messages through – um, they're really fulfilled as well. And so <laughs> that's really what I look forward to doing every day is to helping people find their life purpose. Yes. So, Greg. Me too. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you in a little while. I'll, I'll get okay. off the phone and let someone else call in. But uh, I just wanted to, to tell you how much I appreciated uh Lavendar, having you on the show and, and hearing your voice was on the show is really cool. <laughs> Aw, thank you. I appreciate All that. Right. And I love Starseed well, Astrology. I had my uh, solar return uh, reading a couple years ago. It was so accurate and, and just yeah. awesome. 
I love these guys. Thank you. I can't say enough good things about Lavendar and my solar return reading. It was amazing. <laughs> can't wait to have my next one. Well, it's coming soon. Well, Michelle, mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much for, for calling in because um, you know Greg was talking about you, and I thought, well, yeah, nice to have a partner like that. So um, we're so glad that you called in and gave us some more information, and um, good luck on your upcoming event. Thank and you. Thank you. Yes, yes. And we just we absolutely um, honor and commend both of you for the work that you do, not only on N5D but all of your other endeavors and holding the light on the planet the way you do. So thank yeah, you thank for you that. Thank you so much. And you too. You are you so too. welcome. We appreciate you. Okay, bye. Yeah. Now. Well, we're all bye. together. Okay, thanks, <laughs> Michelle. Bye, bye. Bye. It's funny. Even the people that say, you know, that that believe that they're alone. If you look at the word alone and add one more L to it, it's all one. You're, you're never alone. You truly are never alone. But that's why we have inside D and your website and all these other amazing websites, not just my website, but all these other amazing websites that are out there that are you know, working as hard as I do to put that information out there, to bring like-minded people and soul groups together. And I'm so grateful not, you know, for each and every website that's out there doing what I'm doing. You know, it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing to see when you have so many people working for the same goal. That's right, and it's just just take the next step up, and then once you're yes. once you're comfortable there, then take the next step up, and it's just one by one, <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of like the star seed pattern, you know. When you're talking mm-hmm. a while ago, I, I was seeing that because it's an ascending spiral, so no matter where you are on this ascending spiral, there's always one more step up, and it doesn't really ever yes. end. So it's it's a continual mm-hmm. uh, striving for higher and higher frequency. I'd imagine that once uh, we make it to 5D, I'll have a website called N6D. You know, <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was thinking, what happens and when I'll we start... get to 5D? Then we'll have to change your website to N in, in or N7D. Yes, and I'll start working <laughs> then. Okay, our next goal is sixth dimension, or probably seventh dimension. We'll probably skip over the sixth also, so I'll probably have N7D. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that'd be so cool. There's always something to work on. Yeah. But it'll be fun. And, uh, you know, like I've always said this, too, you know, I, I, I love one question I love asking people is if there was no such thing as money, what would you be doing with your life? Because that will tell you what your true life purpose is. You know, for myself, I would, first of all, I'd have a uh, big orchard and I'd have a sign out front saying, if you're hungry, help yourself. If you know somebody that's hungry, take a little extra and feed them. But I'd also do something, I'd be working with children because that's, my passion. I was a child and family therapist and very successful doing it. And uh, But I love working with children. And my daughter is the same as me. We're like children magnets. We can go on the beach and random children will just walk, run up to us or, and say, hey, how are you doing? What's your name? Or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's funny, but, you know, and I, I, if I were the parent, you know, in today's third dimensional uh, mentality, be like, oh, don't talk to strangers, but they you have to understand some people are magnets, and perhaps the children see the aura Absolutely. of certain people, and they're yes. just attracted to it like a moth to a light, you know, and that's that's the way my daughter and I am, 
are, and I know that that's part of my life purpose is to work with children. So if there's no such thing as money, I would definitely be helping children to find whatever it is their purpose is. What would you do? Actually, um, I would do exactly what I'm doing now um, and what you're doing, um, trying to make a contribution, um, Mm -hmm. reaching out a helping hand, helping people to take that just that next step up, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, I, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, because, you know, I've, I've received that from Lavendar. So, mm-hmm. you know, you pay it forward. Yes. What I hear the most when I ask people that question is I would party and I would travel. But, you know, eventually you party all you wanted and you traveled and you saw everything. Eventually you're going to want to do something, <laughs> you know? And right. that's when you know what your life purpose is. And it really makes people think. I've, many times I've gotten, I don't know. And, you know, it makes them question, why am I here? And that's what I want people to do. Why am I here? I will still have Inside D. If the, if the dollar died tomorrow and we were fortunate enough to still have electricity and Internet without money, I'm still doing 5D. Are you kidding me? It's my passion. Right. I love doing it. You know, right. it's, I, it's, I'm, not here, I'm not here for the money. I'm here to help people. And you are and everyone else that's in this genre, if your heart's in the right place, that's exactly where you are too. And, uh, you know, the more people we can bring aboard, the quicker the transformation is going to happen. And it's going to be an amazing party on the other side <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> it sure is, you know. And the more people that that can make this transition and and hold that 5D frequency, the um, I believe the the less severe Earth changes will be. I agree. I agree. You know, so, I, I always said that I want to be the Walmart greeter of 5D. I want. To, in, in many ways, I, I would like to I would like to be the last person to go to make sure that I helped as many people as I could. But in other ways, I want to be the first and just give everyone that comes aboard a big bear hug and tell them welcome and I'm so glad you made it and I love you and yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and just but gratitude. You obviously have a huge heart. You have a lot to give. You've got a lot of responsibility because you have a lot of gifts and and I think that you're using them in the in the most creative and helpful way that you can and we are very very happy that you're on the planet at as the same time as we are so um well, having said that I, I do want to recap your your website information although I'm sure everyone knows by now that it is in 5d.com you've also got body mind soul spirit.com You've got in5devents.com, um, your new um, woowoomedia.com. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all places where you can connect with Greg. And do you have? Again, you've got your YouTube channel where you can um, you can see archived radio episodes. Is there anything uh-huh. else that you'd like Facebook to add page. in closing? Yeah, we have an oh, in5d Facebook page with, gosh, over 400,000 followers, and join us. Keep up with the latest. Wow, cool! So everybody, check it out. Uh, Greg yeah. has a—you've got a huge database of yes. of spiritual information 
I mean, you could spend weeks on on InfiD.com. Yeah, <laughs> easily. I've been told by easily. so many people that they they spend hours on there the first time they're on there, and they can't get enough of it. And I'm so grateful that they found it. Well, as are we, as are we, and thank you for the links and all uh-huh. that 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 you know um, you. support that you give, and um, I love the alliance. Between all the the, the Starseed websites, the Light Workers, the Indigos, all of all of us, I'm so glad. Yes, we're planet. in this together. And, That's right. You know, heck yeah, I want to send people your way because I believe in you guys and I love the work that you're doing. And I'll continue to do it because well, and that's what we, we do. We certainly we appreciate that. So, Greg, it has just been a pleasure. Having um, you on our show, the you're the closet introvert. I'm gonna put it that way <laughs> because yeah. you're very, very generous and open with your time, your energy, and we sure we sure appreciate that. The pleasure's been all mine. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. So from all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, we thank you for tuning in and um, have a great equinox on Thursday as well as celebrate Mercury going direct. And uh, until next week, everyone remember to count your blessings every day and live in grace. Good night. Namaste. been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. 